0: The Aggies, the Jazz, the high schools, if it's the sport you care about, we're talking about it. The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan.
1: Good afternoon, everybody. Eric Franson, IJ Salveson with you on a Friday afternoon. Man, the weather's beautiful right now. Hope you enjoy it tonight. Uh, We thought that maybe kind of wet and uh, cold for high school football tonight, but right now it's looking nice, and we'll take it. We will absolutely take it. Now, whether it will hold through till tomorrow, I wouldn't count on that. Uh, Another wave of storms is supposed to roll in, and it looks like it's going to be cold and wet uh, late tomorrow afternoon. It might be okay for the homecoming parade. Uh, There's a chance it could be rainy and a little cool. Um, But by the time we get to kickoff Saturday, it it could be cool and wet, uh, likely to be raining. So plan accordingly. Enjoy tonight uh, as best you can because it's going to be cool for the rest of the weekend. So uh, we'll update you on, speaking of games going on tonight, who's playing where tonight in high school football? what's on the line in these games, how you can follow along if you can't get to all of them, how you can still tune in and listen. We'll look at what's ahead on the calendar for this weekend, interesting games in top 25 college football this week in the Mountain West. We'll get into that next hour. we uh, look around what happened last week and what's on the docket for this weekend for the Mountain West, and some uh, interesting storylines developing for week three in the NFL. So, all that's coming up today on the Full Court Press. Uh, would like to welcome the big cat into the studio. Thanks for joining us. Meow.
2: You like that? That was... Was that spicy?
1: It really didn't sound like a big cat, but...
2: Daddy-like?
1: Do I, should I call you that from now on, the big cat?
2: Call me daddy. Or, or king-size. King-size. Sal- <laughs> Uh, let's not. Let's pretend. Let's say we did not did not, as they like to say.
1: Hey, speaking of Kings, uh, King Felix, did you see this?
2: Yeah, I don't really care. I thought that was
1: really cool. Felix see- Hernandez, last time on the mound for the Mariners. Uh, it, I didn't watch the game as it happened. I saw some replays of it. I, I love did they watching lose? that stuff. Yes, they lost. <laughs> see? Lost to the A's. <laughs> But you know what? Oh, man. Still, to see a, a, a player finish somewhere where he had an impact at a franchise and have a, a an emotional send-off, I think that's so cool. Because there's so many times a guy has a hard time saying goodbye to the sport or just doesn't work out. He's in one place for a really long time, and then he goes gets traded somewhere else or he goes somewhere else because of free agency. And, and then this career just kind of whimpers out. Um, it's cool when they can have kind of the last moment on their court or on their field with all their fans around them. Uh, I love seeing that kind of stuff.
2: Yeah, it it is cool. He was a great pitcher. Um, Again, I feel like we've been through this before, but another great player just on a bad baseball team. I mean, how many playoff appearances did that team make in his career? Can't be a lot. Uh, not many. No. I mean, think if you would have pitched for the Yankees, Astros, Dodgers, Braves. Uh, I don't know. It's Red Sox. Any other team except the Mariners. and He probably would have had a playoff appearance at some point. Guy was, the guy was a tremendous pitcher, though. Man, he... So, do you think he's going to retire or do you think he'll just go to a different team? That's the question. I so, for you. example, if he goes to the A's, right? I mean, everyone's like, oh, he's going to retire. He's like, psych. Going to Oakland. And then he takes Oakland to the playoffs and they beat the Mariners out by three games. Are the fans going to hate him? The same fans that gave him a standing ovation are now going to hate him? Is this going to turn to a Brett Favre sequence?
1: I would hope not. You never know. Yeah. It depends on how good he is. Like if he if he still has enough juice and he's gonna be out there torching his old team, yeah, I'd be mad. Dude, that would suck. Well, no, no, you shouldn't be mad. Well, why didn't you save that? You could still go. Why were you still doing
2: it for us? Because you guys sucked. (laughs) Like I wanted to know what the playoffs feel like, and I can't do that with here. So I left. I mean, you don't can't blame them. Uh,
1: it's a it's a beautiful Friday afternoon, Aj, <laughs> and there there could be some really interesting high school football games tonight.
2: Yes. Oh my, salivating. Uh, a lot's on the line here. You know, you look at those RPI rankings. We talked about this already. I mean, can't believe it's already Monday, a week ago, but. We talked about it um, and, and said that we don't understand the RPI system, right? I mean, Green Canyon's lost two in a row. They've only dropped three spots. Mountain Crest wins two big games. They've only moved up three spots. Ridgeline's Ridge Ridge still line intense lost, despite their and they self-destruction. Yeah. I mean, so, I mean, I don't understand it. And I think there's a lot of other fans who want an explanation as well. This Skyview-Mountain Crest game deems a lot or so we think, if Mountain Crest loses, are they actually going to lose ground, though, because they lost to a good Skyview football team who's now ranked third in the 4A class in the RPI? I
1: think
2: it's possible that they don't lose ground.
1: If Mountain Crest won't lose ground. I would agree. Because if Skyview loses
2: ground. to Mountain Crest, are they going to lose ground? I would say no.
1: If Skyview loses to Mountain Crest, they will lose ground.
2: Hmm. Oh no, dude. Well, okay. They may Just lose a the spot. other teams around. Well, they it. might lose a spot or two, but if, I mean, Green Canyon lost two games and only dropped three spots.
1: It's all about this. How good are the teams that you've played, and how good are the teams that they've played?
2: Hmm. So yeah. You could. But Mountain Crest is coming up to be a good team. They come in the region. If they win tonight, they're a good team. Skyview beats Mountain Crest. That's a great football team beating a decent team. I don't know. It's just it's going to be interesting. Another game that's going to have a lot on the line, uh, Bear River is facing Green Canyon. Green Canyon. Yes. there That stands a lot. Bear River's ranked eighth in the RPI. Again, Green Canyon's ranked fifth. If Bear River wins and does not leap Green Canyon, there's going to be some upset people in Garland, some livid people in Garland, which I wouldn't blame them.
1: I think that uh, the the game certainly for me to to watch. I think the best matchup of the night for spe- speaking specifically about Region 11 is that Green Canyon-Bear River game. Two top 10 teams in the state right now, according to the RPI. Um, Green Canyon started off really strong, and then they've kind of, kind of stubbed their toe a little bit here recently. Uh, Bear River's making some changes, and they had some early struggles. So are they getting some things figured out? Kind of where are they at? I think they're kind of back and forth a little bit. But that's those are two really good teams going at each other uh, Ridgeline and Logan, both of those teams are searching for answers.
2: Yeah, Ridgeline went backwards in the most weird way that you could possibly imagine. After lighting up scoreboards and burning light bulbs out, they can't seem to find the scoreboard for whatever reason. Like They just can't find it. The fact that you get blown out... I mean, look, it's one thing to get blown out by a good Skyview football team, 30, I mean, whatever. To get shut out and not put a point on the board has got to got to be worrisome, man. You only put up 13 against Highland, Idaho. You only put up kind of what they had before that, but it wasn't a lot. And and now you're struggling to, to sky view where you get shut out. And it just doesn't make any sense to me. Like, Ridgeline's got to find their offense and find it fast, because I, I can tell you this. When they go to state, they'll need to put up points, especially in the, if they're in that bottom. By the way, Ridgeline right now is 10th in the RPI. 10th, man. So, if they lose another With game... With only two wins. Yeah. Uh, dude, I'm, God, I just don't get it. Um. So here's
1: how to follow these games. Here's how to follow along. Green Canyon, if you want to listen to their game against Bear River and you want to hear the Green Canyon coverage, Craig Hislop and John Russell, 100.9 FM. Bear River, for their side, that'll be broadcast on 104.9 FM in Elder County with uh, Tommy Sorensen and Logan Jones. Logan versus Ridgeline. Al Lewis will be on the call for that game. And that will be on KVNU, 610 AM, 102.1 FM, as well as 104.5 FM. And then Mountain Crest versus Skyview. So, AJ, you get to do that game with AJ. Yeah. It'll be on one oh seven point seven FM and right here on the fan. One hundred six point nine FM and thirteen ninety AM.
2: Should be a big one. I'm excited. I'm excited to be able to call it a game with AJ. I'm excited to be able to um, It's a traditional rivalry. It's yeah, always kind of interesting when those two it, it, teams. And you it. know, it's it's crazy if I if we can turn back the clock just a little bit here, Eric. You look at the Scaview Mountain Crest rivalry back in I mean in eighty seven both teams went to the state championship. Early nineties, I think, was still competitive. Late 90s, it kind of started a trend towards Mountain Crest way, and then it kind of stayed that way for quite some quite time. Quite some time. You know, where Mountain Crest just dominated Skyview year after year after year. And Then but by then the, the pendulum l- shifted. Bingo, late 2000s, finally Skyview kind of found their groove, and uh, th- and then all of a sudden the best players weren't on Mountain Crest. They were on Skyview. The best coach was on Skyview sideline, and, and they took the trend. And now, look, I mean, it's still – and, and really, it's still the case – Skyview has the best player in the state of Utah, Mason Falzliff. Skyview has, on paper, Eric, Skyview has the better football team. By, by far and away, they really do. Offensively, they have weapons at all sorts. Defensively, aggressive, physical, and can create turnovers. I understand that Green Canyon was shut out by Mountain Crest a week ago at 6-0, but your offense sputtered all night long. Freaking, uh, Hunter, Schroeder had over 200 yards rushing. You scored six points. If, if Skyview has 200 yards rushing, they put up 38, like they did against Ridgeline, without even breaking a sweat. So Skyview is a better football team, and that's kind of where it's trended. A Mountain Crest win might, I mean, barely tilt it, but yet bring some momentum back Mountain Crest way in that rivalry. Not fully, but somewhat. And and that's what that's what makes this rivalry so fun. I'm so excited to be able to call it uh, weird to be non-biased. Okay, I actually want to ask you a question straight up. We're to be non-biased in this radio call, right? I even mean, though we're like the home of the Mustangs. Call, call it the best that you can. That doesn't even answer my question, Eric. <laughs> That's the best this answer fetch? I can give you. You Call it fetch. the
1: best that you can. Because outside of region play, you are all about the Mustangs. But once we get into region play, the way we blend the broadcasted, the, where we connect the, the signals – you're, you're calling it for both fan bases. So, just do the best that you can, Aj. I have full faith in you. You can do it. You know? You know
2: Great. That's, that's freaking awesome. You
1: don't have trust? You don't think like that good?
2: What do you want me to say? You don't want to know. You don't want to know. Go
1: all out for the Mustangs. Trash the Bobcats. I don't think that's going to go over very well. Or it could be the opposite. Now I actually think it'll be an interesting game, a fun one to watch. Uh, in in Hiram, uh, you guys do a great job. We stream all the games online. If you can't get the the signals, or you got Uncle Jimmy who's out of the area, Grandma Uncle. Grandma
2: Margaret. Who's down and bountiful? Uh huh. Yeah. Yep. Bountiful. Grandma Margaret. I miss her cookies. She can. (laughs) She knows how to operate the internet. (laughs) Oh my gosh, she's got to quit texting me during our show, man. Hey, I uh, I see the Illinois guy is running like little Dickens, and I'm like, and then she'll text me like two minutes later. Audrey, what show are you on? I'm not. I can't find you here on the TV. (laughs) <laughs> Grandma, I'm not on TV. Dude, I'm on the radio. Figure uh, he, it out. It's too big for television. Well, too small for the camera, actually. I can't get up. Um. <laughs> anyways, hey, I'm excited about this Friday. Again, it's it's all about what Friday night does to affect Monday morning. That's, that's really what it is, what Friday night does to affect Monday morning. That's a good point. The aftermath of it all. Because people are like, okay, yeah, we won, but what does it do to us Monday now? Because we lost, are we actually going to drop a spot? Or because we won, now do we, are we afraid we're going to lose a spot here? So, and And, it's a, and again, like, there's a region, and, and this is a crazy thing to me, Eric, and I know we've talked about this before, I think all fair more than so than anything. Just because you win the region championship, congratulations. You get a nice trophy, you get to celebrate. You know, all the girls love you. Dude, you could end up fifth place, ninth place, and still have to play in the first round of the state tournament because of your RPI.
1: Well, it's very conceivable you could win region, but have other teams in your region
2: yep. ranked higher than yep. you with the RPI.
1: It Very, very conceivable. Uh, by the way, Ajay, I don't, I don't see your picks. Have you made your picks? Oh, I haven't. For our Preps Pick'em contest? I already missed the Rich game, right? Yeah, you're too late on that one.
2: Okay, well, Rich wasn't going to win anyway, so he's probably going to get it wrong. So, so who cares?
1: other games that are going on, make sure you go to our website, 1069thefan.com. That's I don't remember where you can my see password. <laughs> the link to join our Preps Pick'em contest, oh. powered by the Logo Shop.
2: It's not Caddyshack. Your
1: booster club headquarters for club teams, competitive teams. They got all kinds of great stuff there. It's not uh, Margaret. Make your pick. So here are the other games that are happening. We've discussed Region 11, but not only are you selecting those te- those games, winners and losers for well, you, you select winners. <laughs> That's we we're not talking about losers. You select winners. Uh, so you select the Region 11 games, but there's other games that we're following as well. Like Westside is at Aberdeen. Box Elder is hosting Bountiful. Well, maybe maybe Grandma Margaret will be coming up because of the Bountiful Braves. <laughs> Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Marsh Valley Marsh Valley is at uh, Bear Lake. The Preston Indians are hosting the Bonneville Bees. And Malad Dragons are at Soda Springs. So you go in there, select which team you think is going to win. Make sure you put in a score, what you think the final score will be between Skyview and Mountain Crest, uh, because that... Really is important to determine tiebreakers. So, if at the end of the day, after all the scores are done and verified, you have the highest score out of everybody, you could win a hundred dollar gift certificate to McDonald's. AJ, we've last couple of weeks we've had some really oh, close man. finishes.
2: I'll take a hundred dollar gift card to Mickey D's.
1: <laughs> we've had people win by one point. We've had people win by
2: two points. And some like going eight and zero. Like, are you serious? Yeah. Do you know had how had hard people... that is? Perfect predict eight and O on this dang thing. That's incredible, Eric. How many? We got to look how many undefeated records we've had uh, of, of like throughout the week. You know, eight and O's, I, and I mean it's incredible. It's awesome.
1: So um, overall, yeah, the overall doesn't doesn't matter for this. Let me clarify that for our grand prize, which is a sixty five inch four K TV from Lens Audio and Video, the overall score doesn't matter for that. If you are a weekly winner, you become a qualifier. But in the overall, I, man, I have to look at this and give big-time shout-out to
2: J-Love6, 40-10. Oh, man. Killing it. Dude, take me to Vegas, J-Love10. I believe
1: J-Love won one of the early weeks of this contest. Lace USU, Sasquatch Aggie, Jay
2: Bird. What's Sasquatch's record? Sasquatch Aggie is 34 and 16. Good night. Sasquatch is one week uh, one a week hasn't. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Sasquatch
1: is one lace USU I think has been up there. Uh I overall I'm ranked 22nd. You are ranked 42nd.
2: Yikes. Yeah, that AJ week. Knight is ahead of you. Well, last 39th. week. I, well remember, last week I didn't pick. Look, I just he has that, a I, losing
1: I, record and he has a higher score than Dude. You.
2: I said last week I didn't pick, all right? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. RJ, you I'll, need I'll to be, be better.
1: better. Be better.
2: I'll is, be better. This is embarrassing for this program. We're supposed <laughs> to be experts. Hey, I'm listening I'm losing to the play by play guy Mountain Crest. Nothing there's no shame in that. There's no shame in losing to the play by play voice. If you're losing to Mr. Simmons, would you be upset? No. Uh Uh-uh. Now, if you're losing to McCall or Roper, yeah, you should be ticked right now.
1: Okay, we're all trailing behind Hurricane John Newbold.
2: Dude, yeah, but he's
1: currently ranked fifteenth overall in this
2: He's the encyclopedia of high school football, man.
1: It's not like this is a group of only forty people.
2: There's no shame in losing to John Newbold. This is a this is a large group of people except when he screws you over in fantasy football and the claim waivers. Then you should be pissed. He's the commissioner, he has control. Dude, yeah, he has control. He screwed me over twice now. <laughs> Fetcher.
1: I can't complain. It's worked out nicely
2: for me Oh, so I'm well. sure ass. He's hooking up his. He's hooking up his buds. At that, yeah. There's there's a little team within the league. That's for dang sure. If he wants to, he <laughs> wants to keep calling games <laughs> hey, for Skyview. Hey, uh, trying sure. to get so and so. Do you want him first? Yeah, I'll take him. Great. Here, take it. Don't say anything. Don't message him at all. <laughs> hey, John. I was just wondering where Jim Priest went. Oh, yeah. Sorry, he got claimed off the waivers by so and so. Wasn't I ahead of him? Yeah, it's weird. I don't know how it works, man. Some guy just jumped ahead of you. Go chew on a hard stick. Um, no. I, I, again, I, again, high school football I mean, we are three weeks away from finishing the season, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go by Mountain Crest schedule. They got Bear River, Ridgeline, and then Bountiful. So yeah, we're three weeks away to being done. It's October 16th is our final game.
1: Isn't there one more? Yes, that's true. Yeah, after tonight, um, three more games, two more in region, and yep. then Logan's done after two more games. Yep. They don't have uh, the UEA, UEA game. game, which will be interesting to see if that strategy pays off. It may not really matter that much anyway because of Logan's standings as they currently are. Uh, but to uh, to play that a game that week or not, and how it affects teams and their RPI, interesting. Because it used to be that Skyview would, would never play that week.
2: Yeah. That's changed. When I was at Mountain Crest, there, we always played changed. that game. We used to every UEA game. We played it every single time. Yep. We played it every single time. Coach loved doing that. We didn't mind it at all either. We got a game in. No sense in having a bye. All right, uh, coming up
1: next, uh, another reminder about who's playing where, what's on the line. Uh, we'll also look into what's going on in the NFL this weekend. Uh, there was a game last night, kind of an interesting ending for the Packers and the Eagles. Well, and what else is on the line this weekend for the NFL? Next hour, we'll get into uh, college football, what's, on, what's happening with the college football top 25 or the Mountain West Conference, and our Friday five best. What are the five best USU homecoming traditions? I've got a few responses. I put that out there on Twitter earlier this afternoon. If you want to weigh in, I'd love to get your response. And Anjo, we we've also had a few people responding to the pick six for this week. No way. So Really? Yes. Are they in favor of me? One says I agree one hundred percent with Eric. Which is great. And I did not there was no like exchange like the benefits that happened.
2: That's such bull
1: crap. Send him a gift certificate or cash or anything.
2: Was it your wife? Was it your kids? I did not
1: send my wife his direction either. No, I don't know where you're going. <laughs> oh my gosh! You're going to jumped
2: to freaking that. Well, that's level. what you were saying. You?
1: I did not. I said I didn't send him cash. I didn't send him certificates. You said your wife. <laughs> I did not.
2: <laughs> you fetch. If someone will vote for me, I'll send you Reggie. (laughs) All right. uh, You can still weigh in on that. Even better, you can watch a game live with me on my couch. (laughs) Wow. And I'll bring the snacks. (laughs) All right. uh, More ahead and
1: also our predictions. What we think is going to happen this Saturday for Utah State? Score predictions, keys, things we think need to happen for USU to get the win, besides obviously scoring more points than the other guy.
0: All that's coming up next here on the Full Did Court Press. Did a bot vote for you? The Aggies, Jazz, High Schools, even the Pee Wee's T-Ball team. It's the Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio. The Fan.
1: Eric France and Aj Salveson, Full Court Press, continuing on. Don't forget... Make sure you tune in and pay attention to AJ and AJ call the game tonight on 107.7 FM or right here 1069 The Fan 1390 AM. Pay attention to the bread and butter play of the game because if you we will ask on Monday if you recall what it was and if you call in and can correctly identify what it was, you can win four loaves of bread from the Old Gristmill Company. Simple as that. So pay attention to the end of the game. If you missed it, they'll be sure to recap it. AJ and AJ tonight calling the game for both Mountain Crest and Skyview. Logan versus Ridgeline tonight will be on KVNU, 610 AM, 102.1 FM, as well as 104.5 FM. Green Canyon versus Bear River, that'll be on 100.9 FM and uh, 104.9 FM in Box Elder County. And so a lot of different games going on. We'll have the full play-by-play coverage on the air. If you want to stream it on your, on your smartphone, tablet, your desktop, just go to cashvalleydaily.com. In the menu, just go to uh, click on sports, and it'll have a little sub-menu that pops out for the local high school sports schedule, uh, high school football schedule, and it's on that page. It'll show you the full schedule for all the teams. But it also provide the radio stations and streaming links for all of those games that'll be taking place tonight. And then when it's all said and done, we'll have the scoreboard on Cash Valley Daily. So with uh, how it all how it all looks and how it all played out. Not just in Region Eleven, but for the other teams in the area that we're keeping an eye on. Last night in the NFL, the score between the Eagles and the Packers Interesting game. That was a wild game. Oh man! So much offense in the first half.
2: Yeah. Holy that, cow! Yeah, that was a wild game. Aaron Rodgers finally turned it on after I traded him for my fantasy football team and said, "Oh, hey, look, all arcs we play." Um, no, that was that was a wild game. And 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 by the way, speaking of which, that hit on Jamal Williams—how if there's no suspension?
1: How nobody got ejected in that? It's beyond me.
2: To, now, if I'm not mistaken, was there a whistle blown? I couldn't tell, man. I really couldn't tell. So, was there a whistle blown? But uh, before he there got there
1: hit, w- I don't think there was. But th- forward progress was stopped, and then this guy flies in
2: out of nowhere, and yeah, that was a bad hit. It was a bad hit, absolutely, and it's head to head. But again, why isn't there a whistle? If he's being held up like that. Blow your whistle. You know, and then if he hits him after, then I mean, there's an obvious ejection. I think that's why he didn't get ejected is because the refs knew that there wasn't a whistle. Even if it was head to head, could be, but that yeah, makes sense. Wild game. Uh, Eagles nearly give it up and then finally get it back and get the win. That's a huge win for Philadelphia. Oh yeah,
1: my gosh, that's a really gutsy- And if and you're Green Packers Bay,
2: are marching down. I mean, the way
1: that they were able to still give themselves a chance to win that game, yeah. Just to throw it away. Just a little more patience by Rodgers and he gets a wide open
2: guy you know, in the, you know, the end zone. Tell me, does this, this almost makes McCarthy look innocent, Mike McCarthy. It wasn't just McCarthy. Aaron Rodgers has issues, man. They still can't win, even with this new coach.
1: I mean, the 3-1, and one, it's not like they're off to some horrible start. Yeah, but, aren't a bad team.
2: But, dude, Rodgers couldn't even get in rhythm for the first two, three games. He hasn't been great. I, I don't... If a new
1: coach has a different offensive mindset, it's going to take a bit to get on the same page and understand the nuances of each other's personality and play calling. If it's and, still like that at the end of the season then we might be saying, oh, maybe they made a mistake in letting go of McCarthy. It wasn't him, it was Aaron Rodgers.
2: Well, I mean, don't we almost kind of figure it's... Uh, don't we almost kind of figure that it is Aaron Rodgers? I mean, the first three games, he hasn't looked great. Even three games in, man. And finally, in the fourth game, he, it, I mean, the first half, he was he was all right. Second okay. half, he was much better. Okay,
1: but... Aj, th- this is true in professional sports, that the team will fire the coach so much faster than they will trade or get away from the star player. We-, we see this across the NBA. We see it in the NFL. We see it in Major League Baseball. Because the player is more marketable. The player is the big name. It's easier to replace a coach than it is a player. I often disagree with that. I think if you've got a good coach, stick with the coach hmm. if he's going to help the overall team win. But how do you, what do you do with Aaron Rodgers? You trade him away. Yeah, you can get some nice assets in exchange. But then he's going to go somewhere else and connect with some other coach and some other franchise, and then everybody's going to be like, oh, how did we get rid of that guy? Well, that's the
2: risk you take, though. If he's hurting your team, that's the risk you take. Russell Westbrook, they traded Russell Westbrook, understanding that, look, it wasn't good for their team. They needed to move on. If Russell Westbrook puts up an average of 30, 14, and 12 next season and they go to the Western Conference Finals, that's basketball. It happens, man. That's sports. Sometimes you do. You trade your best player away, realizing that it's it's not helping the team. He might be a good player, but it's not helping the team at all. Um, right. I think
1: every organization has to think at some point. You have to debate: Do we have to cut bait, or can we still reel this in and try to find something else, uh, and and hope that something else hits the line? So for Aaron Rodgers. He's still a great quarterback.
2: Oh, yeah. No doubt. No doubt. Absolutely. So I think
1: that they're they're just trying to – I think Packers fans ought to give themselves a little bit of patience because it is a new coach. It is a new system. It's going to take a bit for them to get on the same wavelength. He's got some great assets around him, great targets. Now, to what degree are, there, are they are injured? Uh, Devontae Adams hurt his toe. Uh, Jamal Williams hit that big hit. Uh, He's got some guys that are going to be out. But um, I I, I don't know that I'd be hitting the panic button just yet after the Packers first loss this season. Who else gets their first loss? Uh, A lot of teams, we talked about this earlier, that are undefeated so far.
2: And facing each other.
1: Patriots and Bills haven't lost a game yet. I think they the face Bills, each other.
2: And that's at Buffalo, too. A place where, uh, you know, Tom Brady owns his most wins over a team is against Buffalo. Crazy. It's not the Jets. It's not the Broncos. Definitely not the Broncos. Um, not the Steelers. But it's, it's the Buffalo Bills. And... I think they go there, and I think they take care of business. I think it's an ugly game, but I think Patriots come out of there with a win and remain undefeated, which am I, I'm okay with.
1: The, the Bills, they're one of those teams that not enough people are talking about so far this season. What? Not, they weren't giving a lot of credit.
2: Everybody's talking about them. Um, Before the season, nobody oh, yeah, thought the no, Bills oh, were going to be
1: this team to well, watch for. Dude, it's Buffalo. Yeah.
2: one's going to be like, hey, so, I've got Buffalo in my Super Bowl. No.
1: But what they've done so far, it's been great.
2: Yeah, yeah, that'll be a fun game. Okay, and by the way, CBS, find your brain and give me don't don't give me another freaking Chiefs game on CBS. Don't give me the Titans or Falcons on CBS. Give me my New England Patriots. You don't want to watch the most
1: exciting football player in the league. Why wouldn't you want to watch the most exciting football player in the league? Who? Patrick Mahomes.
2: Dude, he's the dumbest player in the league. He throws a no-look pass to Travis Kelce. He's wide open and misses by 15 yards and hits the mascot. No, I want to watch good fundamental football. I want to see the New England Patriots, the greatest team in NFL history, blow out the Bills in Buffalo. I don't, And I, Oh, I'm skipping church that day. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I got to tell you a story about that sometime. Um is there any other undefeated team? Well, there's another. You,
1: there, you mentioned Kansas City. Yeah. Kansas City is at Detroit. I uh, should be. Detroit doesn't have a loss. They have a tie. Oh, they have that tie, tie, don't they? But technically, they don't have a loss. So here's two two other teams facing each other uh, that don't have a loss yet.
2: And then I'm also looking. Uh, how about this? Speaking of undefeated, foot the script Bengals and Steelers are 0 3. That's your Monday night football game, everybody. Enjoy. I hope you like Boucher in Paradise. I hope that's a great episode for you. Because Bengals and Steelers is gonna suck. Hey, another good game. I'm actually looking forward to Dallas three and at Saints. Yes, six twenty game on Sunday night. That's gonna be a good one. That's and I think the Saints beat the Cowboys too. Really? Yeah, I do, man. There's just so... even though
1: there's no Drew Brees, he'll oh, be on they're... the sidelines acting. And so as it's as a Bridgewater, huh? But uh, yeah.
2: Or maybe even one of the greatest quarterbacks to ever come out of the state of Utah, Taysom Hill. He's a Pocatello native. Oh, he is, isn't he? Well, he's one of the greatest quarterbacks to ever come out of the state of Utah. (laughs) I put him, Brian Johnson, and Jose Fuentes up there on that list. Actually, no, Anthony Cavillo probably would be above Jose Fuentes. Calvillo? Wait, how do you say his name? Calvillo? Is it Calvillo? Really? What? I wasn't born in 90... I mean, I was six when the guy was throwing around passes. Maybe younger. Anthony Calvillo. Calvillo? Yeah. Is that? Are you joking with <laughs> me? Is that how you really say it? Yes. Someone tell me if that's how you really... One of the greatest I quarterbacks swear to, come to
1: out of Utah State. One of the greatest quarterbacks to play professional football.
2: No, we play Canadian football, Eric. Which is professional. No, it is not. If you put him like on the Broncos, he probably throws for 20 yards and last... Three games.
1: Set a lot of records up there
2: in Canada. There's a lot of records being set in Canada right now. Okay, amount of beers being drinking in one night, (laughs) amount of beer being sold in one night. Okay,
1: so who needs the win? I'm looking at some of the other matchups. Who needs a win more badly? If I can say that between that's a good question. Looking at like the Jaguars and the Broncos. There's some. Dysfunction going on with Jacksonville, uh, and what is happening with Jalen Ramsey. I want to, but then also the Broncos' new head coach Joe Flacco's not
2: getting it. Right, things are Hey, really that, but that's another situation, right? New quarterback, new coach. Do you? I mean, are you looking at the panic button in that regard because they're not on the same page? John said uh, John Elway was recently on ESPN. And he said, I think it was on first take or something, but he said, we're not going to change anything. This is early. This is new for both these guys. They're learning. Are you okay with that? Can you be patient with that, Eric? They're 0-3 here, and if they lose to an 0-3 Bengals team, they're 0-4. Or not Bengals, excuse me. uh, 1-2 Jaguars.
1: Uh, If you lose... Again, that game is in Denver. Yeah. So if you lose that game at home to a team like Jacksonville, then I think that there will be panicked
2: executives. Well then what's the difference between Okay. Never mind. I'm about to answer my own question. Okay. All right. Um uh by the way, I gotta ask you about this Jalen Ramsey thing. It is a mess. It is an absolute mess. First he was sick, then he was hurt, and then there was a the birth of his child what I mean if you're the owner or the GM or the president Eric what is your protocol here I have a guy saying he's sick this guy I mean then he's saying he's injured and then I mean the birth of the child comes up which is huge big big deal but what I mean what do you do here this guy and by the way he just requested a trade on Sunday this past week what do you do how do you I mean what I mean you're in the GM shoes what do you do well is he
1: practicing during the week no then I'd suspend him. But if it's the birth of his kid, do you really? Well, see, that's the thing is when they've responded to all these things, like, look, there are things that he's saying are reasons to, are legitimate reasons not to do something. But the problem is, is it is one after another, after another. And it just, he comes up with something new each week. So I I'd, I'd be done. I'd be saying, look, you got to We're paying you to be here to help our team. And you're not helping our team. Uh, you need to get yourself right or we're going to send you somewhere else. Cuz mm. we know what he's doing. Mm. We all know what he's doing. Yeah, but
2: dude, you, you can't, can't think you that can't the Jacksonville Jaguars somebody. don't
1: know what he's doing?
2: You can't suspend somebody for going to the birth of their child? No. <laughs> can't, like and you can't find them Right, because then it's just going to come out wrong. He's going to go out and be like, "Sorry, like I had the birth of my kid. My bad, I missed the game." James White, Kyle Van Noy, and someone else in the Patriots in like three weeks straight had you know birth of their children coming up, and and granted, in the Patriots organization, they actually communicate with each other, so they went to Bill Belichick, they told him what was going on, they put together a plan, so they were able to miss that weekend. Here. Jalen's like, on Sunday, hey, I want to get traded. On Tuesday, hey, I'm I'm, I'm sick. On Wednesday, I'm oh, injured. Oh, my back hurts. On, yeah, my back hurts. Thursday, hey, my child's being born. I'll be out. <laughs> that is one of the craziest. Man, we've had some crazy, like, player outbursts. Like, you have Antonio Brown. He had huh. Marshawn Lynch, like, a year ago, or two years ago, I think it was. Um... You you have – who else is on that list now, man? I feel like there's a ton of players on there. Well, it
1: wasn't really wild in some of the sense that Antonio Brown and Jalen Ramsey has been, but you had holdouts from – Melvin Gordon. Elliott, Melvin Gordon. Oh, Zeke
2: was another one. He was just hanging out on Cabo until someone finally called him. But I'm going to go train on a nice beach Can you believe that, man? How about that? Like, you just go hang out on Cabo, and he said, I'll get a phone call. And then you just wait, 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 and then, hey – Got the contract Can I for you. another uh,
1: Mai Tai, please? <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, by the way, I just, uh, I, I got a contract and I got to be to in about two days. They want me back. That's incredible. That's so good by the agent and by Zeke, not the panic. Now, on Jalen Ramsey's case, do you trade him, by the way, Eric? Or you say, you know what? Based on everything you were dealing with here, we're just going to have to stick it out. Well, I think the per- first preference is Hey,
1: let's figure this out. I mean, you're a good player. Yeah, been we the want same you same Since here. you shot your mouth off and became famous for trash talking
2: by listing all the quarterbacks you thought were trash and ended up being good and burned you.
1: <laughs> but let's try to figure this out. We could use your services. But uh, if it's not going to work out, let's let's deal you while you still have some some value. Because the longer this goes, the more tarnished Jalen Ramsey becomes. And teams don't want that in their locker room. So the Jacksonville Jaguars have to believe, look, if we're going to do anything with this guy, we got to act on it quickly. Because the what we could get in return, our return value is going down. So, I don't know. It, it's messy. It would make sense if they tried to make a move sooner rather than later. Uh, two more games I want to point out, Ajay. Who needs it most, okay? Titans at Falcons. Both only have one win. Who needs to win most? Uh, and then the other one is the Redskins at the Giants.
2: Ooh, those are two good games to pick out for me, Eric. Uh, Falcons because, dude, Matt Ryan's got to figure something out. Like, ever since this 28-3 debacle that they had in the Super Bowl, they just have not been the same team, and Dan Quinn has not been the same coach. There could be some house cleaning going on if they don't make the playoffs this year. When I say house cleaning, Matt Ryan could be gone. Devontae Freeman could be gone. Julio Jones might on his own just say, get me out of here. I need to go. I need to go try something else. Get me somewhere where I can Sanu help the team. And Sanu has not been great either. I mean, they are having issues everywhere offensively. Uh, so Falcons badly, badly need that win. Who do they play again? Titans. Yeah, Falcons definitely. By alarm. By alarm it's not even close to me. Uh, on the other side, you know what? I think the Giants are, are in that, you know, we're going to rebuild stage with Daniel Jones. I think they're, they've are they realized that, look, we need to move on, and we're going to move on with Daniel Jones. Let's give him the rest of the season to develop and to get better. This is that time to do so. I There's I,
1: some question about Saquon Barkley's health, too, right?
2: Yes. Yeah, absolutely. He's not 100%. But that's what happens when you don't have a quarterback who can throw the ball and Eli Manning. You end up giving Saquon the ball like 30 to 40 times a night, and he's, I mean, yeah, you sure, you love getting the carries, but help me out here, man. And so I think Daniel Jones will be able to do that. I think they'll lessen the carries for Saquon for the running game. It'll take pressure off of Daniel, and he'll be okay.
1: I, I think Washington needs that win. Really horribly. needs to figure something out and get themselves in the win column. They've yet to win a game.
2: Hey, who's their quarterback?
1: Uh, Case Keenum.
2: So is Alex Smith, where is he at? Is he out still?
1: Uh, yeah, he's not with Washington anymore.
2: Dude, where have I been? 'Cause I know he tore his leg or broke his leg or something like that, and so he was no longer on he was no longer playing from the Redskins, or at least he wasn't playing for the season. I don't know where he's at right now though. Look that up for me. Just I mean, and and you're right, they do need to win. Adrian Pearson's been carrying a lot for them. Oh no. He is still with the skins. He is. Okay. Yeah. I was wondering where he would have went. Um For some reason I thought he had he was out. So Adrian Peterson's been been a great workload for them, surprisingly, but they just have no receiving court and they really don't have a defense. So I'd say I'd say the Redskins need to win more because they're just developing Daniel Jones for the Giants, but who knows? I don't even know what I don't even know what the Redskins are shooting for anymore in life.
1: <laughs> All right. Uh coming up next here in the Full Court Press, uh continue to look at things coming up this weekend. Big matchups. Uh, looking at the uh, top 25 in college football, we'll continue to discuss college football next hour and look at uh, <laughs> uh Rex Chapman. God bless your soul. He sends out some of the craziest videos. Oh, did he send out another one? On Twitter. Yes. <laughs> Guy trying to come off the blocks in a bike race. He just totally falls over. It's funny. <laughs> uh, anyway, we'll get into college football, uh, Utah State, Colorado State, some of our Our last thoughts about the game coming up on Saturday, our keys uh, and uh, predictions for what we think might happen, uh, as well as what else is going around in the Mountain West Conference, and the five best, our Friday five best. What are the five best USU homecoming traditions? So we'll get into that coming up on the Full Court Press.
0: The new home for the Full Court Press. Weekday afternoons from 4 to 6 on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan.
1: Eric Franson, Ajay Salveson, college football. We love college football. Games going on this weekend. College some, football. There are actually some games going on this evening, including one in the Mountain West. San Jose at Air Force.
2: Hmm. Might want to keep an eye on that one, folks.
1: Air Force, Vegas line has them favored by 20 points. Jeez, a game, uh, a couple of different games going on. You got Duke, Virginia Tech, that's starting here in about ten minutes on ESPN. <clears throat> number twelve, Penn State at Maryland, on Fox Sports One. As we mentioned, San Jose State at Air Force that'll be on CBS Sports Network at six o'clock tonight. And then in the Pac-12, Arizona State at number fifteen, Cal, on ESPN as uh, for the late game. A couple different top 25 games that are on the schedule uh, this weekend. Any one of those games really jump out at you right at the first, Ajay, that you're really interested
2: to watch? Sure. Virginia at Notre Dame. Uh, Bronco Mendenhall. Uh, He's a spicy coach. I can't figure that guy out. I couldn't read him at BYU when I was working in Salt Lake, and I can't figure it out now. But, uh, yeah, there he is. He's... (laughs) <laughs> in an ACC school, an ACC conference, doing what he does, winning games, and and now they've got their uh, they head to South Bend, Indiana, to face uh, the Irish, who are now a top ten football team despite that one loss. Um, that one that one could be really intriguing again. One thirty Mountain Time, NBC start.
1: Yeah, I agree. Uh, v- really good test for Virginia to see really what this team's all about. Uh, a big showdown in the Pac twelve, USC at Washington. USC was in the top 25, they fell out of it after losing to BYU, then they jumped back into it after beating Utah, uh, but Washington, I think Washington's a real deal. They're, yeah. That is a really yeah, dude. football They're, team.
2: Yeah, and the whole thing of like, people are like, man, how did Washington beat BYU so badly? Well, it's because Washington was sick and tired of hearing about BYU all over the country. Oh, BYU's got this thing against Power 5 schools, here they come. National championship, right? Can they repeat 1984? <laughs> and so the Washington's like, oh, we'll take care of that. Hold on. We'll be there in about five hours. Give us a break. Get there, 44-17. Thanks. Appreciate it. See you later. I mean, they just pounded the crap out of BYU and exposed every bit of their weaknesses and then left smiling and clean jerseys. <laughs> yes. That was unreal. That was, that was really an incredible beating. That was a Chris Peterson sending a message to BYU of, hey, when you want to play with the big boys, let us know. Okay, USC, yeah, they're okay. Tennessee's crap. it should be in an FCS division. But us, we're a Power 5 Pac-12 school who is has aspirations for a Rose Bowl appearance and want to be there. That, yeah.
1: All right, next hour we'll get into a few more of the interesting matchups in college football as well as our picks, our keys, and our predictions for what we think might happen between Utah State and Colorado State tomorrow night on Merlin Olsen Field. Also this week in the Mountain West coming up next hour and our Friday five best, the five best USU homecoming traditions. We'll go through that. Love to get your feedback as well. Coming up next here on the Full Court Press.
0: I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. If you're an NFL head coach, you'd think the opportunity to have Aaron Rodgers would be a dream scenario. And in many ways, it probably is. The problem is expectations. When Matt LaFleur took over for Mike McCarthy, he was supposed to breathe new life into that Packers offense. Through the first three weeks, it didn't really happen. But Green Bay was winning. And on Thursday night against the Eagles, that Packers offense came to life. But then in the biggest moment of the game, LaFleur's offense faltered. Green Bay had first and goal at the one in the fourth quarter, and they could tie the game. They ran four straight pass plays, and they all failed. Then they faltered at the goal line later in the game as well. The play calling was questionable. Some Packer fans might have been pining for McCarthy. And Rodgers under center, they're not going to give LaFleur a lot of time to grow into this job. It's one game, but the pressure is already on in one of the most interesting quarterback coaching combos in the league. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise.